about a week ago, John and I were on the Rachel Ray show again, um, and we were doing some spring cleaning tips, and we thought, why not reiterate those and then give you the long form of, of some other uh, items we couldn't get to during the show. Since they only make it six minutes, yeah, you don't get um, you don't get you don't get a lot in six minutes. Yeah, so we'll we'll kind of do the uh, the extended versions of, of why we like to do these things and the and the intervals that we like to do them at, um, and and again, just some some additional items we couldn't get to. Uh, while we were on the show. And these things are always good reminders. Why? Because homes are expensive, and the more we maintain, the less we have to replace. You're at home with the cousins. All right, so we are back. Another episode. Home with the cousins. That's it, buddy. Um, but no, I'm I'm excited. It's a lot going on for us right now. You know, we were just saying, you know, it, you get to see all these different things that are coming down the pike for us. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things. I don't know if anyone has seen our social media. If you haven't, we finally announced that the new book, the kids' book, pre-sale is out what can you do with the toolbox yes i could not be i mean this is this has, been, this has been a year and a half in the making it sure has you know it's it's interesting 2018 you know so much is coming to fruition now that we have been working on yes. and behind the scenes couldn't talk about for a while there's other projects that will be unfolding that we still can't even mention yet but yeah man i think the, the book's really a special one because just, you know, you, I mean, I remember sitting here in my apartment and you and me writing the thing. I mean, not like it was a ton of words or anything, but... Well, it still took... Hey, come on. Give us a little credit. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not I exactly mean, a... But, but it's, is, it, is, it, uh, is, is it a novel that's uh, in-depth and going to change the world? No, it is not. Um, it's I'm, not. I'm it's, hoping... It's, it's not War and Peace. No, it's not War and Peace, but I'm hoping maybe it changes a couple kids' outlook. A hundred percent. You know, that to and, me is a big deal. And so. I think the, the more even more exciting thing is that you know in in success of the book it becomes a series and yep. then you know we really can start teaching kids more and more about the trades and giving back and you know how how to use your hands and learn a skill and then do good with that but i think the most exciting part for me was just you know seeing the iterations of maple's art come along yes. um and if you guys don't know uh, maple lamb is the one who did the illustrations for the book. Um, we have tagged her a bunch in social media. We'll put a link to her Instagram uh, as well in the show notes. And um, to anyone who is interested, to anyone who's got uh, young kids at home, there will be a link to the uh, to the Amazon presale um, in uh, in the show notes as well. If, if it's something of interest, we would certainly be super appreciative um, if you if you jumped on that presale. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was a blast to do it. I mean, I'm in it, you're in it, Lil's it's, in it. You know, it's, it's fun. It's crazy. You know, it's look and also guys and the, the, and the, and a big thanks to Jen, your wife, yes, for yes, uh, for pushing us, us to to do, uh, to do it. We never look. We joked about it, right? Yep. It's one of those things we joked yep. about. Oh, it'd be funny to have a kids book and put yourself as characters because. No, so just so everyone understands, no, we don't think about these things. You don't look at yourself in that way. Um, and then when my wife said, oh, you guys should do it, you should make yourself characters because so many kids watch your shows, they love construction, you know, they love design, they like being involved. You know, it's one of those things that it was a fun process. Well, and I think it, it's funny the way an idea is born because you were sitting in front of the class reading yeah. and you had your tools and everything, yep. so you're not paying attention. No. You're you're trying to entertain the kids and she's seeing this as 
oh, this could be a book. And she was right. And, she was and right. Uh, yeah, th- big thanks to Simon & Schuster. Super pumped to be working with them. They've been an awesome publisher. And, um, yeah, we just can't wait. We cannot wait for the book to come out, get it in people's hands. And there's a lot the, more to do. Uh, I, mean, we, I mean, we're just at the beginning. We're right at the beginning Yeah, of this well, process. look, this is the announcement of the book, but there's a few things that John and I have got going on with this book that nobody knows about yet that's going to make it really, really special and really interactive um, for these kids. And um, we, we just can't wait to make the announcements. We're going to be shooting some behind-the-scenes videos as we create these different interactive parts to, um, to what we're alluding to. So... Sorry for all the uh, 007. <laughs> we do this a lot lately, but uh, we, but a lot of this stuff takes time. It right? does. We, it, it does. does. It takes and time it's not to get worth, done. And it's not worth mentioning no. in, in full until we've got something to, to show behind it, and the yeah. videos are going to be fun, and, and we're excited for that. So it continues to unfold. I can't thank everybody enough already for the support. So many pre-sales. Um, so we're really, really, uh, really excited. Yeah, and, and August is when the actual book does come out. We are planning on doing some book tours and going to some local places. We will be posting all about that. So if yeah. you do want to come see us, because I've had some people say, oh, I want to come see you yeah, guys. Yeah, we're going to do some readings and signings and, so, and all sorts of good stuff. I think that's the fun part, right? If we get to 100%. See some kids, if we get to see some kids come out Absolutely. and bring the book. And if we can, they can bring it back to their classrooms. And definitely, if we can go to some classrooms. Yeah, without a doubt. That's going to no, be we'll, we'll, I mean, the good time. We're definitely going to make that happen. Um, on another note, I am out of my cast. Anthony's out of his cast. I am, I am out yes. Of, I mean, <laughs> yes. I do have a very fashionable knee-high walking boot. Um, so. And he's lost many layers of skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to share that part. Thank you, John. Come on. Anybody that's had a, uh, that has broken any part of their body, when you go into cast, you know that first listen. shower... Is the best that was, ever. That was special. I mean, I just i I stood there for a long while. It's um, it's a little scary. I, I have pretty much no um, flexibility. Flexibility in the ankle right now. Um, well, when you have a rod and six screws, six screws, six yeah. screws in your ankle. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. So, uh, doctor gave me some um, like you know self PT to do. I'm not going to physical therapy yet, but uh. Working on some stuff at home, staying in the boot. I'm off the effing crutches. Thank oh, wait. God. Forgot I'm on a podcast. I'm off the fucking crutches. <laughs> so you, oh. you're so used to making yourself uh, 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 yeah, PC. PC, I know. <laughs> as we as we transition from a children's book, that's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, really, really excited. It's, you know, walking a little slow, but you know, it's a process. I'm I'm adhering to it all. I'm doing all my stretches. So. Um, and just for the warm weather, you'll be ready yeah. when the warm yeah, weather yeah. fully kicks in yep. because everybody on the East Coast, we know the warm weather is not here. No, but I got to be ready. I got <laughs> to be ready to get back on a motorcycle. So I was gonna, Motorcycle, the beach. The beach, yeah. Going, in the, going into the ocean, those well, are the priorities. I'm already driving sticks, so you know I'm, I'm working the ankle out on the heavy clutch on the Wrangler, so and it's, I will it's say going well. That's pretty damn good, man. Yeah. If, if you can drive stick yeah. with a cast or with a walking boot now, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think that's, I, a sk- that's a skill in itself. Yeah, I, I snapped it on uh, February twentieth. Had surgery oh, the twenty eighth, and I was on crutches for I think I just for like forty three or forty four days. I mean, you think about that's it, it's not that bad. You kind of move. When I think about when I broke my ankle, I mean, mine was a little different because I didn't have surgery. Yeah. So we were waiting for it to fully heal. Right. Um. But yeah, you've kind of moved. It's moved. I mean, that's. For all intents and purposes, forty days, forty-five days on crutches Wolverine. after the break. Wolverine, you had. man, it just comes back together. <laughs> Wolverine, <laughs> I like 
that. I like that. That's pretty good. That's uh, that oh, is. Man. You're you're the bionic man. That's, that's it. Yeah. Actually, let me tell you right now, sir. You're getting a lot of hardware. In uh, you have your neck. You got your ankle now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking to collect anymore. <laughs> I'm, 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 from I'm from good. now on, when Anthony and I go through <laughs> security uh, at the airports, that's it. it he's yeah. he j- it just goes off now because he's his whole body has got metal oh, throughout. Jesus. <laughs> That one threw me, man. <laughs> hey, you know what though? That's all right. Listen, it's it was a good adventure. Uh, it ended prematurely, but uh, I'm already looking at uh, at rebooking Chile for for uh, the winter You'll time. Done. You'll get it done. And uh, I got to even that even that score up a little bit. So uh, yeah, all things uh, considered, I am doing real real well. Thanks for all the support online, guys. Really appreciate it. Some of your con- uh, comments have me. Our fans <laughs> are good. My Our fans off. are good. They really do. <laughs> But they do care, which is which Absolutely. is really I I, I love it's seeing fantastic. that. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, about a week ago, John and I were on the Rachel Ray show again, um, and we were doing some spring cleaning tips, and we thought, why not reiterate those and then give you the long form of, of some other uh, items we couldn't get to during the show. Since they only make it six minutes, yeah, you don't get um, you don't get you don't get a lot in six minutes. Yeah, so we'll we'll kind of do the uh, the extended versions of, of why we like to do these things and the and the intervals that we like to do them. At, um, and and again, just some some additional items we couldn't get to uh, while we were on the show, um, but it's you know it's good stuff to cover. It, it won't be so dissimilar from the stuff that we talked about in our winter prep video. It's just kind of in reverse, and these things are always good reminders. Why? Because homes are expensive, and the more we maintain, the less we have to replace. So um, let's uh, let's jump off with the easiest stuff. And that easy stuff is filters. Guys, none of you can tell me you can't do it. This is the stuff that requires, let me just look at my notes here. Maybe the drinking water filter might require a tool, but I don't think it does. No way, dude. So I don't think you even even need a tool. Nope. So we're going to start where where we started uh, with Rachel, and that was uh, the HVAC filters. Okay, so... Uh, especially when you've got, um, if you've got forced hot air and you've got air conditioning, that filter's doing double duty. Uh, you know, if you're running baseboard heat all winter, well, that filter is not being used as much. Um, but you know, it's still worth a check to make sure it's clean. We like to say every quarter, if you have a forced hot air, a full forced hot air system, meaning it runs your heat and your air conditioning, change the filter with the season. It's easy to remember. And, and can I get throw a caveat on this, yeah, guys? Yeah, throw it. Um, we say, you know, of course, every season, you know, it, for the four quarters, change it. You know what it really depends on? How cleanly your house is and how clean you are. Because if you're not keeping up with your with your home. Yeah, but there's dust. The dust and, I mean, look, there is. But I'm saying I keep up with there. it. But here's here's something, man. I like my windows open in the spring. That's true too. So yes. now I'm inherently pulling pollen, pollen in. Yeah, I'm pulling city crap in. Yep. Uh, but I like the the breeze. So that's very I, true. So I just I buy the higher end filters that I know is is like they're more like along the lines yep. of the HEPA style filters. Um, the Filtray guys, they have like six or seven different lines. If you look on it, just Google it on, on and go on Amazon. Well, um, they give you the levels. They, they, it, they, exactly. They, 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 and it, it starts at like your lowest, of course, and then it goes up. But the nice thing is it tells you each filter is a different color, and it tells you what that particular filter will will, will catch within its 
within its uh, webs. Well, they even they even have the ones they tell you if you do have high asthma. Like if you if you have problems mm-hmm. breathing, of course, the deeper you go into those models because they're more expensive, it'll help with people that have asthma yeah. problems or breathing problems, or if they have a lot of allergies, mm-hmm. you know, because it cleans a lot of the right. allergies. So the black and the purple are, are up on the, the higher end of that scale, uh, and that's what I tend to go with. Because um, again, I, I like to I like a, a breeze blowing through the house. Uh, I have fires all winter long, so. You know, it, without a doubt, some sm- especially when you're getting the, the flu warmed up, you know, there's some smoke coming into the home. Um, so, you know, I, I change it every quarter. It's very easy. It takes me about 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean, it's literally super, 30 seconds. It's super easy. I mean, all it is is I think for everyone out there, you know, going up into your system, seeing the size, making sure that you understand what size you have. And, and the size is printed on the side it. of the filter. Right there. So, you know, the easiest way to do it is to buy them in bulk. Um, you know, everybody has a place to store four yeah. filters for the year. I bought, I buy a 12 pack. So I, I've not? got, I've got, I've got three years of filters, you know, four years of filters. It's there. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. It's cheaper to buy it in bulk. It's going to save you money than right. buying a one-offs. So, uh, good. We beat that one to death, right? <laughs> <laughs> only thing is, I did say this in the Rachel Ray segment. Make sure you're putting the airflow. That's great. You're, you're putting the the airflow arrows the right way. Yes, that is very important, guys. All you're doing is follow what's there, what what you have, what, how it's set up, and it's how the air is being sucked into the system. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to remember. That's it. Just just make sure that you put it the, the right way. And just for the why, you know, we want to keep the, the, the heating and air conditioning systems is one of the more, more expensive systems in the home. That air handler can run 20 plus years. I yeah. mean, we've seen some old units in homes and the older the unit, the more it's been serviced because it, it, it allows it to last. So by changing the filter, you're, you're allowing the system to run more efficiently. It's not it's not having to strain itself to get air to flow through, um, and uh, and you have a nice a nice long life on on the most expensive part of that system, which is the air handler itself. The filters are cheap when, when in comparison when you, you look. You at don't it. want you don't want your HVAC technician saying, "Hey, look, you got to change an air handler. It's going to be five to six thousand, yep. seven thousand dollars." And we'll we'll come back to air conditioning and servicing the condenser yep. outside. Let's let's stay with the filters. Yep. Um, go ahead. Range hood filters, John. Range hood filters. Now, in the segment, uh, yours were a little greasy, sir. Mine were bad. <laughs> I've been living here for what, John? Three years? Uh, three years. And yeah, the three first years time. now, it was the bud. first time. I'll, I'll be honest. It was the first time I cleaned them. And I, I do. I cook. I like to cook. Um, yeah. They were greasy. They were greasy. And, and what you have to remember. They were really nasty. They were nasty. What you have to remember is, one, you don't want that grease because, again, fire hazard. That's something that you have to yep. worry about. And, and two, you want it to work like it's supposed to You know to why work. they were greasy. I cook with a lot of extra virgin olive Ex- oil. Uh, look at you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, I listen to Rach, you know. I follow her I follow her advice. Just 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 add that in. And when all else fails, it. add in no, the extra exactly. virgin olive oil. Um well and you know, besides the fire hazard, it's 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 the same concept as the HVAC filters. Yep. You're not allowing the smoke from the cooking and the smells from the cooking Take to it out to go up into the charcoal filter or to go up to the direct vent filter. And that's going to then recirculate in your house. And then your HVAC filter is going to have, gonna have, to, gonna have to, to filter all that crap out. So um, you know what? They're dishwasher safe. I tossed them in there. They came out freaking sparkly. Yep. I'm going to do them every month now. You should. I mean, again, like you said, it depends on Very, how much yes. you cook. Look, if you're a heavy cooker and it's nonstop, you might want to do it once a week. It's totally 
totally up to you, but I think once a month I is kind of a good practice. I think once a month is, yeah, will yeah. certainly suffice. If you don't cook, do it quarterly. Do it with your HVAC filter. The more you can stack these things together, the easier it is to remember. Set one reminder in your, in your calendar app on your iPhone, and, and you're good to go. Um, so from there, uh, drinking water filters, um, if you guys have them um, under, your, under your kitchen sink. Most or, of them are twist, too. They're pretty easy. Right, or they're, um, or they're filters inside the refrigerator for the drinking water and ice maker that's in there. Um, you know, it's usually a push and twist filter like John just mentioned. Um, I mean, you want to be looking at what it says on the filter there. What we generally see is every six months. Yeah. Um, you know, and un- unless uh, unless your filter says otherwise, every six months those charcoal filters are fine to change. And again, no tools; it's very easy. You just easy. push it in, turn it, pops right out. Put the new one in. You can usually get a part number right off the one that's in the refrigerator, or just look in the manual. It'll tell you um, the the part number for the water filter itself, um, and you can get that changed out as well. Uh, the next one we have is the central vac. So anybody that does have a central vac, you want to make sure that, of course, again, it's working up to its, you know, the way it's supposed to. You yep. want to make sure that if you're using it around your house, you don't have the old dust in there. You're changing out the filters. So we say every quarter. It's mm-hmm. something that's easy to do. And on top of it, you got to think about how much stuff that you are vacuuming. It's a lot of dust that's going in there. Yeah. So you don't want it to be getting out into your house after you're vacuuming over and over and over. So it's really important to keep up with this every quarter. Absolutely. Uh, from there, we are looking at the dryer vent. That's something that we covered uh, at, at uh, on the Rachel Ray Show. Um, very simple. It, it You just have to detach the back of the, the flex vent from your dryer. Screwdriver. Normally, that's all you need. Yep, that's all you need is a flathead screwdriver, and it's, it's a... Um, it's just a little clamp that you unscrew, slides right off the back, buy one of the specialty limp brushes at a Home Depot or a Lowe's or your local hardware store or whatever, um, and just get up there and knock it down. Yeah, it's going to be a little, you know, it's bothersome. It's, I mean, it is what it is. It's dust. <clears throat> but it's better you're a little bothered by some dust than, than yep. you start a, a fire and burn it down. And if you did catch the Rachel segment, um, you know, she had a friend burn her house down twice. Crazy. Twice. Crazy. From well, vent fires. Well, the problem is because not only are they not cleaning that, they don't even clean the actual vent, that that actual insert that that's in the dryer. So all that the lint, lint catcher. The, 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 yes, the lint catcher. It's the more up you inside, clean the lint catcher, the less you the have less. to clean the the actual vent itself. Correct. I, I mean. For me, my mom did it every every, every load, so I, 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 that's just it what I do. It says it literally on almost every dryer now because so many fires have started. It says on the dryer after every single cycle, yep. clean this. And if you're not, and if you're just like, you know, whatever, I don't care, fine. But just understand, you are going to have a major issue if it does clog sure. up. Well, and you're making your dryer work harder. Again, this, yep. this is, you know, maintenance saves you from replacement that's why we maintain things so we don't have to replace them um so that that basically covers that oh and the one thing guys i said this on the show just make sure of course once you take off uh the actual vent inside you're then going outside you want to make sure because it has that flap make sure that there's nothing around the flap on the outside of the house a lot of times the leaves get stuck in there um, there could be a lot of just, just different items that have fallen over the seasons. Just make sure it's clear that the flap is actually working yep. 
and there's nothing that's that that's blocking that hole. And that's for homeowners, uh, you apartment dwellers like me. No, you don't have, have to worry to, about that. You don't have to worry about that. It's a roof. <laughs> unless, it's a unless roof you want to scale down the side of your <laughs> no, building or no, something. No, you're not. You're not messing with that crap. Um, Okay, so um, another segment we covered on Rachel was, uh, you know, looking for your heating and cooling loss. I like doing this as the seasons change. I think um, this was in the cool. I think tech-wise and kind of cool because you introduced this whole FLIR system. Well, the, this was kind of cool. The FLIR camera is great. You know, the, the FLIR 1 Pro that I have, I think, is about 300 bucks. Um, but the FLIR 1, I'd have to go back on the website, but I think it's around 150 So it's it's, it's pretty economical. Yeah, it's not, not it's not crazy. And if, and if it's something that you don't think you're going to use a lot, see if a couple of your friends want to go in on it, and you guys can pass it around a little bit. Um, but it really makes for a no-brainer um, in terms of, of finding your heating and cooling loss. Yes, your hand is good, um, and you're going to feel that temperature change. But with a camera like that that reads temperature, a thermal imaging camera, it actually can can do a couple of things for you. I mean, yes, we're talking about heating and cooling loss here, but let's not forget that, you know, running water, running cold running water, hot running water, you're gonna it's gonna be a different temperature. Yep. So if you think that you have a leak inside your walls, um, if you're nervous that, you know, or you see a water spot um, forming in your in your ceiling, you can point the camera at this and you can trace back a lot of different um, a lot of different potential problems. Um, that you can catch sooner, and, and you do it in a non-invasive way, meaning you don't have to open up the ceiling or open up the wall to find out if it's a leak or if you're just hearing water trickling down How a pipe. How many times have we done that before this yeah. was invented? <laughs> yeah, it was. it's, it's a lot. Um, you know, the other, the other thing it's good for is, is uh, find, spotting electrical problems. If you have a breaker that continues to, to pop, you can shoot this camera at your sub panel or you can shoot it at outlets in the wall and you can see if the outlets, the switches or the sub panel Surges. is heating up. That's awesome. And if you're That's getting great. if you if you're seeing a hot breaker, a hot switch, you don't go and do anything about it other than dial the phone and get an electrician to come and take a look at it. But if you're seeing a substantially different t like you know, if if you have three switches in a gang and one of them is way hotter than the other two, that says to me there's a problem here. There's a load issue here. So again, it's you know you don't have to have the entire solution, but if you can identify the problem and then call someone in who can give you a solution, we're maintaining things quicker instead of letting them burn out, instead of letting them start a fire, instead of letting that problem uh, exacerbate itself, and, and then all of a sudden, if it's a water problem, you've got mold everywhere. So it is a very handy tool. Um, you know, if, if you if you were only thinking that, oh, yeah, heating and cooling loss, $150, $300 camera, that's expensive. It's got a multitude of uses around the house. I really enjoy it. Um, I'm a nerd anyway, well, look, so I love it. I think I think just tell people, because if they miss the segment, this hooks up to your iPhone. Yeah, right, just exactly. So, so the FLIR it, 1 and the FLIR nothing. 1 Pro you know, go right into the bottom of your iPhone. Uh, they also make one for Android, so you can get it with a, with a, a USB-C attachment, um, and it'll plug into Android or, I mean, or iPhone. What? Half an inch. I mean, half oh, it's tiny. It's tiny. An inch. It's but it's in my everyday carry bag. Yeah, I have a, I have a 16 foot tape. I've got a laser tape. I've got my FLIR camera, um, and and, uh, and I've got a flashlight. Well, we said because that 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 basically covers me for any construction site that that I'm going on. We, when we first uh, used to see this invention when it first came out years and years ago, it was it was a uh, massive camera. It was a massive camera yep. that was. Handheld. Well, it was also. Itself. Do you also do you remember how much money it was? Yeah, it was a ton. Of, I, I want to say like fifteen hundred bucks, right? Or two <laughs> no, no, no. Was it more than that? It was uh, a twenty thousand dollar camera. What? Oh shit. 
Yeah. Whoa. I signed God, I, I signed I signed the loan for that. Wow. So they so so Fleer when our show had started Kitchen Cousins started way back. They they had lent us a camera. We had never made it on air in any of the episodes because it just it just didn't work itself into the story. But um, but in order to borrow the camera, it says yes, you can. We're loaning it to you for free. But if you break it, this is what it costs to replace I didn't it. Know. Was it. It was it's, twenty grand? It was a twenty thousand dollar camera. Whoa, sure. That's and crazy. Look, you know those ha- they they can see a lot deeper, deeper into walls. Yeah. They can yes. see through a lot more. So it, you know you've got to. You've got to understand what you're spending money on. But, but for a homeowner, to, this is yeah. to your point. Yeah. Very expensive technology is now very accessible to homeowners to self-assess a lot of problems that you would otherwise have to call in a professional for. If you can do the self-assessment and then h- just hire the professionals you need to correct that problem, or he- you know, or help you work through it, you're saving yourself a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, good luck getting getting an inspector to come out for 150 bucks. No, 200 bucks. Not at all. Well, right. and, that, and then once you pinpoint it and you call up the guy, you're saying, "Hey, look, I know exactly where the problem is." Yeah. Like you said, it's not it's not a, a search you know, right. kind of mission saying, "Oh, where could yep. it be? We got to do all these pilot holes." Exactly. And by the way, like just, I just want to say it out loud: like this is not a paid thing. No. They, it's you know, we've we we know the FLIR people. We've worked with them in the past, but this is not a, a paid sponsorship. This is something that we use day in and day out, and we like it. So we're just letting you guys know about it. We'll put links to the product uh, in the show notes as well. If if it's something that you want to explore a little further and see if it's something that you might want to want to have in in your tool bag, because it is very much that. Well, it is a I great like tool. You were saying it's got it's got the multifunctions. You of course can use it for the water. You can water, electricity, water, and electric, heating and, and cooling. Heating and cooling. Exactly right. So those are the three top things that are the just the drags inside your home that are sucking money, literally mm-hmm. suck money out of your home. That's right. Because that, those are our utility That's bills, right. right? Everyone says, "How do I lower my utility bills?" You know, maybe I don't want to spend a ton of money and get solar. Or the, well, guys, make sure that it's insulated. Product just. Something like that. Yep. That's a that's a big deal around your windows. Yeah, and and you know, so let, let so let's go back to heating and cooling loss. We we've covered the FLIR camera, and 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 if you've seen the segment on Rachel, uh, we'll 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 put a link to the segment as well, so you can see what yep. the camera looks like, um, and and how the temperature readings come out. Um, but the idea is you're identifying hot or cold spots around your windows or doors uh, to the outside, and and if if there is a drastic temperature change. Your insulation is not up to snuff. Um, that said, you know you're also looking at the glass, and if you don't have what's called a low E glazing on your glass, low E is is a glazing that is a is an insulator. It's a coating on the glass that's an insulator that does not allow the sun to heat uh, to heat up the inside as much, and it doesn't allow the cold to escape as much. But I believe it's is it 3M. I 3M. believe it's yes, 3, 3M. 3M has these new these new coatings um, that are um, stick-on. Uh, so you can actually have them added to your glass windows. So they, they can be cut in any custom size, and it works just like a low-E coating. So where you used to have to replace your entire window to get a low-E coated glass, now it's a freaking sticker. Well, it's kind of like if you've ever... If people, well, I just know me, uh, friends in high school tinted their windows, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> tint our windows. Let's be cool, you know, low rider. Um, 
No, but uh, it's the same thing. If you've seen Tinting of Windows, it's the same type of process. It's their proprietary kind of film mm-hmm. that, that gives it that. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so, um, again, as I mentioned on Rachel, I, I wouldn't mess with your trim yourself. Um, you know, finished carpentry is something that, that, that definitely um, – that definitely takes a higher level of skill for DIY. If you've got that level of skill, I certainly encourage it. Uh, I think that's fantastic. But if not, again, identify the problem. Know that it's there. Hire a handyman. Hire a carpenter to come in. Pull your trim off. Peel it back nicely. And uh, you want to look at something like a Great Stuff Expanding Foam. Yeah. Um, which will fill up any last gap, crack, crevice. I mean, it'll find holes that you don't even know exist and will just fill every void and is a really, really great insulation pro- well, product. Well, I, I think, I, I think the, the bigger thing to, to realize here is if you are a homeowner, let's say that you have an older home, right? Because a lot of older homes did not have the codes for the insulation. Well, this is kind of like, like what we were talking about with Lori March a couple episodes yes. back with her old windows in the 1920s Correct. bungalow. Yep. And But I think what people will do is they'll say, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll come in and I'll get some replacement windows because I don't want to spend the full boat. I don't want to get new windows. Mm-hmm. It's too much money. You can get that new replacement window, but guess what? You're still going to have the heating and cooling loss because you don't have any insulation all the way around the window. Right. That's where you're losing it. I think a lot of people don't realize that. They think like, oh, no big deal. You know what? I'll get some re- re- replacement windows. I'll get it done. One, two, three. And then my problems are going to be fixed. Not really. It might look a little nicer. Mm-hmm. It Maybe the, the window functions. You can open it easier, right? Things like that. But as far as the heating and cooling loss, you're still going to have those issues. Yes, I agree. So. I agree. So you, it's really, really key that, you, that you're addressing the insulation as well uh, around those windows. Um, all right. So, I mean, now you are you anything else on your heating and cooling? Or no, I'm good. good that's, go? I beat that one to death, too. <laughs> we killed it? Yeah, man. Hey, listen. You <laughs> hey, know, we're going overboard. Listen, Why not? I love podcasts. You Why can go not? and go and go. Why not? Well, look, you know, the, the TV stuff is great because it reaches a lot of people quickly. And it gives them the necessity that they need. But for the people who want the more in-depth knowledge, the detail, the why, you know, that's why I love doing this podcast. It's the beauty of it. Yeah, man. Um, All right. So now we get into the grill prep. Yeah. And we talked about this on the Rachel Ray show. It was in the tape segment and I did in studio talking about it. They gave me a charcoal grill, which was for... (laughs) I mean, I, it was like it was like the mini me. It was really funny. Little charcoal grill. I actually had to get down on a knee because it was so small. Because when I stood up uh, against it, it just looked totally out of place. It was really like a tailgating or camping grill. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know why we did that one, but whatever the case, we did it. We talked about the charcoal grill, but really, I want to talk to you guys about your barbecue grills. You know, the ones that you have, either your gas or propane, kind of hooked up to impact. You can have charcoal too, um, of course, but there's a lot of steps that go into it. And I think well, a I lot think, of people... I think they wanted to address the charcoal because it's more of a, a steel grill as opposed grill. to stainless steel. Correct. You know, so steel just takes a lot more work yeah. to maintain. And, and it's got to be cleaned more. It rusts faster. We, we know those, you know, those are the things that, that really happen. The stainless steel, of course, lasts so much longer. But, you know, I think with your grill, so many people kind of don't think about it in like a spring tip or spring idea or something I should even worry about, right? right. It's kind of like, all right, I used it last summer. Let's turn it fire on. It let's up. let's right. fire it up and let's go. You don't realize it's been sitting there for months and months. You've had the rain. You've had snow. You've had leaves from fall. 
you've had maybe some rodents that have uh, kind of gone in there and tried to eat some of the old remnants of the, of the food that was in there. So it's really important to take all the grills out. You guys want to make sure that you clean those really, really good, both sides, not just the top. I think a lot of people just go on the top, right? That's what I usually do. <laughs> just, a lot of people includes me, John. <laughs> yes. Just scrub it down. <laughs> but, but on the opposite side is where the is where all the drippings you, are, right? You, well, you are correct. So doesn't change the fact that I'm in the yeah, other most people. Yeah, it's, it's most people. Well, well we're, we're trying to we're trying to go in depth here, so maybe yep. a couple of people change their ways. I, this I'm spring. I'm working on it, bro. Working. I am. Maybe I am. this year. I am working maybe on this it. Year. I am working on so, it. So you take the you take all the grates out. You really give them a good scrub down. The other thing is, too, even if you want, for everyone out there, if you want to go even a step above for the people that are really OCD, you can rent a power washer, and you can power wash the grates down. Yeah, I mean, that's but that's a that's a very good distinction. Guys, he's saying power wash the grates. Do grates. not power wash no, the interior no, components no, 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 of a gas grill. grill. No. You will never get it started again. No, 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 just the grates. Yes. That's if you, look, if you want them, like, brandy new, that's, that's, that's what you can do. Um, and then you're going to go inside of the grill. You're going to check for any rust. Some of our grills that they say that they're stainless steel, they're only stainless steel on the outside, not the actual interior. You want that 304 stainless. You want man. the 304 stainless That's from our Coyote dude. friends. We yeah. know how it goes. Hey, I'll, and I'll be honest with you. The, I don't do jack shit with my grill. No. That's, how, that's, how, that's how freaking bulletproof it is. I go up there. I turn the heat on full blast on all burners. About 30 minutes in, I'll take half a raw onion. I'll take a raw onion, white yeah. onion, cut it in half, put it on like a long fork, like a grilling fork, and I'll just lean into the grates. And that the, the onion and really the onion, pulls a lot of the crap off so of you, the grates. So you do that before you turn the grill on? No, 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 no. Oh, Bring as it's it up to temp. Up, so like 15, okay. 30 minutes in. Right then Got you it. scrape, then I close it again and I leave it for the full hour Good tip. of, of like a it. burn off. But that that the onion does a, a a half onion does a really really great job of getting a lot of shit off of off of the grates. But that fuck that coyote dude, it just it's it a great grill. Fires up. It's a it's a great grill. If I mean it, it, you know Anthony and I we we've had coyote grills for a while. We've posted about them. We've talked about them. I mean if you are look. Uh, just to, again, this isn't paid. We're not being told. To no, do no, this. no. This is just we love the grills, and and if you guys, we did give a talk for them at KBiz. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, but but um, it's <laughs> if you know if you know us long enough now, we work with brands that we use ourselves yes. because we believe in them. Yes, and, and it's it's one of those things. It is true stainless yep. all the way through. Like yep. Anthony said, it's a three hundred four stainless steel. It's a different grade, guys. That just means it's a very, very high grade. Like anything you buy, you know, there's different grades of granite, different grades of tile. It go, it goes for everything. Yep. And this stainless really just it does yeah. not. Well, you know what? We'll throw a link to these guys in, in the show notes too. Why not? Um, it's worth exploring. And I think when you see the price points, you may be pleasantly surprised. I mean, you know, we're talking that oh, high quality, yeah, high price, eh, high quality, yes, high price. Uh, I mean, look, everybody's got a different price threshold tolerance, but. You've also got to look at, you know, price over time where like, you know, you can buy a, a mediocre grill and maybe you're replacing it once every two years, every three years. This is a grill that's like kind of like a lifetime grill. Yeah. I don't I don't see replacing this thing. It's you know, you can replace a component here or there if you need it. But I don't. it, it has not blinked in three years for me. Not much. Nope. So so if you guys don't have a grill like that, you are that's why it's so important to check the interior of your grill to really make sure that there isn't any rotting because I've seen it. 
Uh, actually, I remember my dad. You know, he had a stainless steel cover, like the the the, the area that you that you actually opened up mm-hmm. that was stainless, but the interior wasn't. And during the summer, he was grilling, and the whole bottom fell out. Yeah, it literally rotted well, out, and the fu- the fu- it fell beneath. For for any for any of our listeners that live at the beach, and John, you know where I'm going. Yes, with this. I do. The salt that water. salt air. It, I mean, my father yeah. my father was replacing a grill every single summer until and, and then I bought and then I bought him a coyote, and yep. he's he's Perfect. ripping down there. So that's that's why it's so important to look at it before the season really gets going. Because if you start to see the rot or you start to see small holes, it's time to get a new grill. I mean, it's pretty. It's, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, rust and food don't really go no. well together. Um, they definitely don't. Um, and then, you know, like Anthony said, of course, you are going to be heating it up. You can do the raw onion trick. I love that. I yep. think it's a great, great tip. And you're going to let it run for 45 minutes to an hour at that high heat. It's going to burn off all the excess crap that's yep. in there. Maybe there's remnants of some burgers, ribs, dogs. That all that goodness off. from last summer. All the good stuff, right? <laughs> we, we will, you know, whatever you cooked on it, um, it burns it off. It's ready to go. And then I think from safety-wise that I just like to tell everybody is make sure that your propane hookup is okay. Make sure no rodents ate through any of the hoses. Check um, your actual gas connection. It's yep. also something really to run. If you do smell gas, we tell people if you smell gas, you definitely want to call a professional. And you also, a little tip here, you can take a spray bottle, soap and water. You spray it around your connection. If it starts to bubble, it's a leak, guys. And there's gas coming out, and you really need to get the plumber in there mm-hmm. and get the proper connections That's a, that's done. a great tip. That soapy water is it makes it super easy. It just keeps bubbling, and you'll and you'll know exactly. And you'll, what and, it you'll and you'll know, and then yeah. and then you know that you have a gas leak. And all these things are to prevent the problem before you get deep into the season, because nobody wants to have the party. Mm-mm. Everybody's over. Can't grill. Grill doesn't work. The gas line. Something's wrong with that. Add a propane. That's you don't right. have a backup. Do these things now prior to the season really kicking off and getting deep into it. And just as a reminder to those apartment dwellers, multifamily units, you propane is illegal. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, that's not allowed. All I'm gonna say, uh, it's illegal. Do what you want to do. <laughs> break uh, break but, the rules, com- maybe. <laughs> you know, it compressed gas in a multifamily yes. dwelling is illegal. So you either need to have a charcoal grill, or you need to have a. Um, a, a natural gas natural grill gas. that's 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 piped into the wall. Um, just be be careful. Use good judgment. Um, okay, so sometimes people don't though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe, maybe you've been there. Maybe I'm not. I've been there. I'm not a doctor, I and I don't play one on the internet. <laughs> as as Tim sure? as Tim Ferriss says, I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on the internet. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's just the cover uh, your ass. Uh, that is the cover yeah, your ass. That's I a, like that's that. it. I like that. Um, so a few other, you know, quick things just to just to kind of glaze over. Uh, great time to clean the gutters. Of course. Uh, you know, you clean them in the fall or right right before the winter, but there's always a few leaves left on on the trees. There's always something that's fallen in there. Make sure it's clean for spring, especially when you get shitty Aprils like we're having. <laughs> And you got an absolute ton of rain. No, it's rain we're coming here. You got <sighs> snow melt and everything else. So, um, you know, obviously be real careful on ladders at that time of year. Uh, yeah. You know, we don't need anybody slipping and falling. Um, 
once it does get a little bit warmer, but definitely early in the season, it's it's a great time to trim overgrowth. Um, uh, if you missed that episode with with Chris Lampton, uh, he gave us a ton of great outdoor knowledge. Um, but trimming that o- overgrowth early so it grows back the way you want it to um, as the season goes on, you know, get it away from houses, um, you know, get it away from any air conditioning, condensing units, things like that. Um, well, and you know what's you know what the, the the big point here, I think, is, too, it's so easy to do it now before, of course, the leaves or anything are growing on it, right? When you're out there trimming, right. you want to trim now. You don't want to trim when there's when the leaves are actually growing on your bushes or anything like well, that. Well, and, Chri- and to Chris's point, you know, you want to get out there before your flowers, your perennials are popping through the yep. soil because now you're not stepping, stepping on anything. On and you don't have to avoid ruining something that you want, you know, 100%. to be there. 100%. Um, you know, uh, if you have leftover firewood that's near the house, get that away from your house. Move no it bugs. back to the to the big. Yeah, you don't want you don't want bugs. Um, move it back to your wood pile. Um, and for those who maybe don't know, um, you really want to get your wood good 18, 24 inches off the ground. You want your wood cut pile to be covered. When I think about the wood piles that I had in the back of my parents' house as a Ton. kid. They left them on the ground, yeah. uncovered. The wood was so unusable. My unusable. dad just sent me a text message, too. So, um, well, not only unusable, but again, like we just said, the amount of bugs. Like, you do you yeah. do not want that stuff near, that's what we said, you don't want it near the home. Right, because but we could never even store it in the home, you know. it's it, And then, you know, obviously I'm in an apartment now, so I get kiln-dried wood because yeah. I'm hyper afraid of bugs or having anything Absolutely. go to someone else's unit, but... You know, if you if you get your wood up off the ground and you have it and you have a roof over it, you're gonna have great seasoned dry wood ready for the next winter. So just yep. take a little bit of time to to do that as well. Uh, outdoor faucets, it's a great time to check that. John and I went through that in depth in the winter prep episode, um, but it's you know it's the time to start turning those back on. Again, this is where the FLIR camera can come I- into great use. And uh, if you don't remember from the winter prep episode, we definitely recommend doing this with two people. You want one person that, that turns the, the outdoor water back on, and you want another person that's by that faucet to see if, it's, to see if, it, if there's a, a leak by the faucet or, or if there are any issues with that water coming on. And I think uh, for indoor faucets, you can definitely check all the screens on any, any of your faucets inside, whether it's the kitchen sink, bathrooms, shower heads. There are all filters. There, there are little screens that yep. are on all of these devices. It's meant to block any sediment or any issues that, that come through our water systems. And a lot of times people say, you know, I have poor water flow or maybe my shower head. You got bad flow, John? <laughs> I got bad flow. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have bad flow. What are you talking about, it? Flow's good. I got great flow. Um, but, uh, it's you know, people don't realize it. Uh, you know, the shower, you know, it's it's not having enough pressure. It's not, right. it's not working properly. Well, not only do you have to actually clean the little nozzles that are on the front of the shower head, you have to sometimes unscrew it. If you look at that screen, you're going to see just a ton of residue, a ton of gook, and just pretty much crap that comes through our our public water system. Yep. Um, and if you and do, and off. if you do have hard water, you guys know we worked with Morton's last year. Yep. We're doing a little more work with them this year. Um, 
Go watch those videos because it tells you everything you need to know. Two bags every two months in your water softener. Two bags every and, two months. And you're not going to have any issues with um, with all the shit that goes along with hard water. You know, no no sudsy soap, no no soap scum on all your glass and. Well, that's that's why putting in no a, spots a, on your on your on your dishes and, and your glasses. You know, that's that's just another simple maintenance thing that if you do it on the regular, you got no issues. And putting in a salt water system, of course, is going to prevent a lot of that. A You're water not softener. Be, oh, sorry, water. What you I, said a salt, salt water, water system. <laughs> <laughs> water softener. <laughs> salt water system. Uh, the water softener. That, of course, is going to cut back on the amount of times that you have to do things like this. Yes, correct. That, that's that's yep. the whole point of it. Yep. Um, and then, uh, so so we're back to servicing the, the AC unit now. Um, we were talking about, obviously, the, the filters on the inside. But you're, you've got your condenser outside. Have, a, have your plumber come by. Take a look at it. Top off Freon. Yeah. Uh, make sure it's in good working order. No leaks again. No leaks. Yep. He's got a gauge that'll that'll hook up to to your condenser, and it'll tell him what the Freon levels are. It'll tell him if it's holding temperature, if it's losing any pressure anywhere, and he can make any necessary adjustments. I'd rather spend a couple hundred bucks a year definitely. than you know replace the whole damn thing. So. Yeah, or, that's definitely or midway through the summer when you don't have any. Stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it's also way cheaper to have them come out for maintenance than it is for an emergency repair Correct. while you're sweating your ass off at one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and, and you have no fucking yeah, air conditioning. No just, just a thought. <laughs> yes, that just is a thought. Hundred um, percent. And then lawnmower. Yeah, just you know. I think it's a great tip. Um, I, I know you have it on a list here. I think it's a great tip. It's great to yeah, start any, them up. Well, really, any any lawn equipment: your Anything. leaf blower, your lawnmower, weed whacker. Uh, you know, change the oil. Yep. Uh, look at your air filter on 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 the machines. Uh, sharpen blades on the lawnmower. Make sure you don't. Uh, how many rocks you hit the la- last summer cutting the grass? Yep. Um, you know, make sure the weed whacker's got a new spool in it. All these stupid things that, when you want to go and accomplish something, you don't want to make six trips back and forth to the hardware store because you forgot, you forgot, you forgot. So go out one shitty weekend. Look at all the different. Look at all your equipment you got in the shed or the garage or whatever. Explore it all, make a list, and then one trip to the hardware store, you take care of this in a couple hours. It's easy. And last but not least is finally, hopefully the weather's okay, we install our screens, right? Yeah. It's a, hose them down, get the dust and, down, and crap out of dust them. dust on them. And throw well, those screens in. Well, we hope then we, we can, know the spring is here, right? Well, well, hey, we hope we can open up the, those windows. Right now, we're not opening windows right now. No. But, um, yes, that is... When you get to put those up, then you know spring is here. You could finally open those windows up and uh, enjoy it a little bit, and it's nice. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, that covers uh, that covers a little update from us, and it covers uh, all your spring maintenance needs. So um, please, please, please maintain your home. It will cost you a lot less money in the wrong one. In the wrong run. Let's try that again. In the wrong run. (laughs) It'll cost you a lot less money in the long run. Uh, We appreciate you listening. This was another episode of Home with the Cousins. Thanks for hanging with us, guys. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, real quick before you go, we just want to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.